<laughs> hey y'all, what's up? We ain't got no hats on. No. Hey man, what's up? We back again for another week. You know what I'm saying? Hitting the show up, letting you know what's up. This is the Light in the Sky, uh, the 4400 recap show over CW's uh, new melanated sci-fi. We are alive in the future. Um, show 4400. I am your co-host Rain Coleman, and I have with me today, like y'all, you should be used to this shit. Um, who's with me today? <laughs> Robert is with you uh, today and reviewing yet another episode of this uh, sci-fi spectacle. Uh, yes, show, yes, so. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> this is all right. So we are well into episode four, <clears throat> season one, episode four. Uh, this is the Harlem's Renaissance Man. You already know who it's going to be about. We knew, we knew just from the title. Andre looks to study some of his new friends, but mistakes from his past begin to affect him in present day. Rev finds some information about his son. Woo! This yep. episode is... What's up, man? <laughs> there's, um, there's a lot going on. Yes. Um, some of it story-wise story-wise i mean it, it worked but they're they're they got like one of the characters in particular makes a decision um and i was like this is where we're going with him huh and, Yo. I, and, and you might know who i'm talking about already yes. um so uh. it, it kind of answers it, it we, we'll get to that but yeah you know a couple of revelations um i mean with a big one at the end Mm-hmm. And but I you know I enjoyed the I enjoyed the episode overall and this was mm-hmm. one I I've been looking forward to because yeah. it was um, you know the focus was on uh, Dr. Andre or Dr. Davis yes yes so. yes, yes yeah um same this okay so I didn't watch this live I mm-hmm. had some stuff going on and so I watched it live on the repeat rather and I was like live tweeting watching on the CW app and. I mean, I wish I could have caught this live because my mm-hmm. God, um, yeah. there was a lot going on. Shout out to God Given Name over on Twitter. That's been my kind of uh, 4400 buddy, like me and, and homie. This and I'm not how... sure how they identify. I'm going to say they. I, I, I didn't check pronouns. My apologies. But mm-hmm. yeah, we've been rocking. There's a few other people as well. I'll definitely shout out as I you know remember to write stuff down. But me... And, and and God given name, we've been on it. So um in the in the Twitter sphere, Doc is a is a fan favorite as well. That's and, awesome. Um, cool. Yes. I, cool. I I love it. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. I, you know. Yeah. Hey. Yes. <laughs> so um getting right into the mess, man. What's what are we <laughs> the mess? We, <laughs> it's the the drama, the yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll say drama. Drama's probably better than Miss, for at least for yeah. the first part. No, that was Black Lightning. But uh, no, they're, um, yeah, I mean, we can, like I said, we, you know, hit those highlights. Um, one of the biggest things for me was I, it's interesting that they gave uh, Dr. Andre more, and I'm not saying he wasn't complex before, but mm-hmm. this one, it was like borderline obsession. You know, like he he was getting into mm-hmm. like Jarrell type, type to, you know, like a type of you know, level. But it's one of those things where you understand where with being, you know, the person, you know, that he was, um, 
you know, back in the day, yep. um, wanting and and wanting to get some type of a claim, not even a claim, but just like recognition, you know, for yeah. the work that he was doing. Um, that kind of pushing him at certain points to the obsession end, where literally, you know, his uh, I think it was his girlfriend uh, mm -hmm. says, "Come back, Claudia. To me. Yeah, Claudia, Claudia. like come, oh. come back to me." And that no. line was just. I don't know. Go ahead. Uh, I'll, I'll, I can, I'll check the list, but that was uh, the cast list. But that them kind of giving, you know, kind of building on his character mm -hmm. really stood out to me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. We're, like any any thoughts on that? Um, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I, I think I'm enjoying this show so much more than I have others is because as a fan, I am learning to manage my expectations. Not that this mm -hmm. isn't a good show. I still right. I think it's good. But I think where a lot of shows like Riverdale and Black Lightning for me had like great first seasons and then they went off the rails and I was like emotionally attacked by it. With this show, I don't think I'm going to have the same reaction. I say all that to say this is a CW's rendition of the Harlem Renaissance. And so what we got in that space in those flashbacks, I thought was done really well. Um, mm -hmm. Another part is highlighting the existence of marginalized people from that time period, yeah. even aside from the doctor being a doctor, scientist, a mm -hmm. person of STEM, just existing in ways that you don't ordinarily see, just in you know random people in um, in media. Now there were some folks who I didn't know in my um, in my upbringing. My first thought was like, "Is that a guy? Is that a girl? Does she got a mm -hmm. beard? Does he got a beard?" That was something that um, I also was like, "Okay, one, it doesn't matter." Um, yeah. When I say it doesn't matter, not that person doesn't matter, but that trying to rationalize what I'm seeing did not matter. Um, mm -hmm. I think it sometimes I kind of recognize about myself that regardless of being in this community, I'm still probably have my own hurdles to cross or whatever. But mm -hmm. I like that visually all those people fit within the time frame, but were so mm -hmm. different from what you would expect when you look at one of these historical, either documentaries, old pictures. This felt like we were being brought in on a conversation that you don't ordinarily hear. Like right. you can look at any time period, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and so forth, but there are certain communities that just aren't um, already, um, are not always prevalent or are not always vis visible um, in those communities. And I, I like that initial sepia mm -hmm. scene with those yeah. four or five people and Doc and Doc's lady. I was like, this is, this is cool. Yeah. This is cool. Mm -hmm. It's cool, man. Cool. There, I mean, there was, um, you know, so that that was my my other kind of highlight <laughs> was the, the Harlem flashbacks. Um, I, I'd been waiting. This is one of the things I've been waiting for for a while. Mm -hmm. Ever since we got the the press release um, and then the trailers, you know, highlighting this is you know this is Dr. Andre's story, mm -hmm. and it for me because it's it's showing a marginalized um, group within you know a period of time where um it just like you don't see a depiction of you know of these you know group of group of folks you know mm -hmm. in in popular um media or like you know whatever mass media or whatever you want to say mm -hmm. and the example that came you know that popped in my head was lovecraft country mm -hmm. that episode where come on um montrose yep. went and 
you know, it was with like, you know, with, with his folks, you know, is that was one of the best episodes I feel, or like a moment for, for him to just kind of, you know, you know, step out and be himself. And, and I can't remember which episode it was, but um, that was set during the fifties, you know, that was Mm -hmm. like the fifties, sixties. And this is, you know, a few decades back in the twenties, because there's something that Dr. Andre, he mentions, like I was a physician in the great war or Mm -hmm. so that was, Mm -hmm. you know, world war one. So that would have been like 1910s to 1910, 1915 or Mm -hmm. between that time. So, now he's back, you know, stateside and um, just having a, you know, just you know, casual conversation about um, the some of the issues that he was dealing with was kind of being a quote unquote underling to this white man who was taking his, you know, the credit you know, yep. for his for his work. But it was just like these people are just chilling, you mm-hmm. know, and just kind of hanging out and just enjoying themselves. And yeah, I, I thought that it was it was something that worked really well and like i said thinking about that scene in lovecraft country these two those those are two moments that mm-hmm. you know are just you know kind of mirror each other mm-hmm. um and i and i'd love to see more of it you know it looks like i love that we're getting this in speculative fiction you mm-hmm. know yeah and and i always say that if you there's another series like the star trek discovery you're you're seeing that also and you know, and that work too. So mm-hmm. I just, um, this is what I've been waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> it was just yeah. like, and then, and I was happy that the episode overall really just worked. Um, but like I said, in addition to showing um, his kind of obsessiveness, you know, mm-hmm. with being the scientist mm-hmm. or the doctor. So, yeah. Uh, and that episode was episode five, Strange Case. Gotcha. Uh, for those of you who might be, you know, trying, who didn't watch Lovecraft Country, first of all, where were you? But uh, <laughs> check that out. And I would also go so far as to say episode seven, I Am, with the um, Hippolyta-focused episode kind of mm-hmm. lends itself to this as well with the Josephine Baker flashback right. and whatnot. Yep. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, would, um, I, would, I would venture to say that that probably had some impact on it as well. And, yeah. oh, if this show had that Lovecraft Country sheen, Ah, this, yeah. There's, I mean, and it's something that we always talk about this. I mean, it's like people, the CW network TV compared to like, um, right. you know, streaming television Radio. or, you know, the premium networks. I mean, there's a, there's always going to be a budgetary yeah. issue and sometimes it shows, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we even said that about the previous series being on USA. Mm-hmm. Like we yeah. always, we always joke that that was the home of Monk <laughs> and Psych. <laughs> And suits, you know, yes. suits, you know, but, yes. um, so there were, you could tell that they weren't, they didn't have like a huge budget for, you know, for some of the stuff that they were trying to do. So yeah. I think that with, they're working with what they got and it's not bad, you know what I mean? Yeah. I felt that when, you know, we were, we had the flashback to, I mean, to be honest with you, I, this was probably the most. I felt like I was actually in that period of time mm, okay. versus like, you know, we have the flashback to with LaDonna mm-hmm. and then also um, Reverend Johnson. Mm-hmm. And one of the, I think one of the things being is that those seem closer in time, yeah. even the Reverend with his box, you know, fade or whatever. <laughs> like we, we didn't outside yeah. of like the music accompaniments to those scenes. Like we didn't mm-hmm. really feel like, Oh, this is, this is we're taking a step back in time, but when mm-hmm. it comes to this scene 
and you know music that's being played, the style of dress that's being worn. Mm-hmm. It's like we're back in the twenties. You know, yeah. we didn't have to go out into the streets and it's like, oh, look at that uh, old building, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this this is actually the first time I've actually felt that we time traveled, you know, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. So. Yeah, yeah. Even with Shanice, what was that, 20... 2006? 2006, yeah. And it was yeah, just like, so, once like, again, yeah, like was... the, the music. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, so you're right. You're absolutely no, right. And I agree. Like we said, if Robert had popped up with uh, the, the uh, Hawaiian shirt and the blue jeans, I would have been like, man, that's 2005, Robert. That's 2006. Oh, man. Yo, yeah, that. Ooh, ooh, what yeah. a time to be alive, folks. Mm. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Uh, um, but, you yeah, know, I, I enjoyed the doc. I loved mm-hmm. I loved them this episode. Um, the thing that got to me is that Two of my faves, Doc mm-hmm. and LaDonna, I both had I had to side eye both of them this episode. <laughs> okay. So the doc, I was like, nigga, are you Reed Richards? Like, what are you doing? This, I was like, okay, I, I get what they were doing and it makes right. sense. I'm not mad at the show, but I was like, yo, you wild. <laughs> like that scene with him and with um the doc and Mildred, I was like, yeah. bruh, she is screaming. Mm-hmm. This, right. this girl is going through hell and back, and it's like I don't know. I was I was side eyeing Doc like mm. that. Yeah, and that was that even with her um, because we'll get to her and yeah. um, Hayden. Hey, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. And Do funny thing is, he is. Um, He's Reed Richards, but I think he's like Ultimate Comics Reed Richards. Yes, because yeah, because yes. you know, like Reed in the Ultimate Comics, he went. Hey. That man, that kid went sideways, or that hey. teenager went sideways. Hey. Um, <laughs> but but you know, shout out to Ultimate Comics, uh, uh, or Ultimate piece. Marvel. But yeah, they. Um, he. That's what I was saying. Like he, it was the obsessiveness, and then, like mm-hmm. he took it further than with Jarrell. But the thing that got me about her was. Um, when he tried to get her pulse, he yeah. did it twice. And the thing is, is like, I think any physician will tell you that if you do something, you know, and I, I would hope that a physician would do this. Like if you, if you touch somebody, you know, or if you're trying to do something and they're not really, they're not, they don't like it. You don't continue mm-hmm. to do that. You know, because yeah. I think that there's, you're trying to build up a, a rapport mm-hmm. or like, and like I said, this is what's like, this is from me without mm. a degree in medicine, <laughs> you know, barely got out of college biology, but I think it's Yo. one of those things where you're trying to, you want to help the person, but mm. if you reach in the first time and she flinches like that, just say, okay, let's come back to this. Yep. Maybe like, maybe we can build up, but he was like second time. And it's just like, <laughs> like, like bro, damn. she yeah. is in pain. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. Oh, damn it. It was, doc. That was crazy. Um, so the uh, so I want to talk a little bit about they call it project reintegration. I call it project procrastination. Come on, um, that I'm pissed. <laughs> Come on. Come on. And, and with what happens at the end of this episode, the, they're going to stay in this hotel. <laughs> they're about to stay in the hotel. Um, and I just say pro- project procrastination because I'm ready for them to get out. And and it was like, but when you hear the reason for why they wanted these people to just like fuck up, like, you know, just be like on, like have it, I don't know, somebody (laughs) within um, 
a vicinity of a camera phone, and yeah. then I guess like just lose it, you know, the lose a shit. But you know, rundown. Uh, they choose the four that they choose: Ladonna, uh, Shanice, Claudette, and uh, Reverend Johnson, mm-hmm. um, and Jessica. Um, you know the 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 Fed, the li- liaison Ugh. says admits like we were fine with letting the problem people out, you know, because we wanted them to mess up and. And that's why at the beginning they actually was done really well. Mm-hmm. The whole thing about letting them out for a couple of days—I mean, for like mm-hmm. a day—yeah—because um, I was confused at the beginning. I was like, "Why the fuck are you sending them out for just like a day trip?" That's what I was saying. Yeah, right. And so you know that was a big reveal. But for me, it's the whole thing of I—I um, I want them to get out of this hotel so bad. You and me both, <laughs> like God. Yeah, um, and it was, and it was what I'm thinking, and I, you know, I don't want to keep comparing this, but how long were they in the intact facility? Not for that long. No, yeah. I think it may be episode seven, and maybe I'll actually actively go back and find yeah. it. But they weren't in intact. Now Maya was by herself. Yeah, right, Maya was in there. Yeah, she was by herself until she got adopted. Yo. I don't think it was even seven episodes, right? Yeah, it had like, to be sooner. Like it was soon. Yeah. Like they um and the 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 way that they got around it in the original was like some uh, not a civil rights group but like a nonprofit like the ACLU had yeah. went to you know taking it to the um to like a district federal district court and sued yeah. to get them out and and it's just like ain't nobody caring for these people. <laughs> like, I'm saying, especially when you you said at the top of the episode, well, the first episode, some yeah. of these people have been missing for years. So like. Mm-hmm. I understand if my I don't know brother went missing. If if I don't know he's returned, I'm not looking right. for him. Sure, but like, come on, show <laughs> we been we can't stay in this hotel forever, right? And it just makes me. I just um, it just I don't know. Like I it, that's it. I just called it project procrastination. But it seems as if um, one of the things that I was thinking were was the reason that these four were released was maybe the government knew about their abilities, but then you find out later on that that's not the case. Like Jessica's like, no, we just wanted two of them to mess up because they, you know, because they're the most vocal about what's going on. Um, So it just, it was, and I guess the other thing, and like I said, we only have so much time. I wanted, I wanted to start seeing some of the people from the other facilities. Yeah. Okay. Hold up. Yeah. Where is Carla Coretta? That white lady from last episode. <laughs> she not this episode. And so yeah. just like what you just said, where yeah. are the people in the other facility? Because where is she? Mm-hmm. Right, right. I I have no idea. She just she popped plant. up. For, she, she was plant. there for the birthday. Mm-mm. She a plant, the, fam. She a plant. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, well, we saw the trailer for next week. Oh, yeah, I so didn't because I watched on the app. But go ahead. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the things uh, there, I don't... I, Next week, we're going to see um, more of the government's involvement. Mm, you know, okay. the, the Fed. Are, yeah, so the Fed. There's a bunch of stuff that happens. I won't ruin it. But mm. that was one thing that I was hoping we get closer to based on what um, Jarrell's former yeah, uh, girlfriend says. Mm. Carla, where she's like, we've been locally. We want to help these people. But it's 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 they're getting orders from on high or they're getting they're not getting a lot of information yeah which is making me wonder like what 
you know, what could be going on. So when you see the trailer, you'll see what I mean. So mm, I think, okay. um, you know, maybe having them all confined to this one spot serves a larger purpose. But, you know, so that so budget. We, the, the budget is one thing. But I think story wise, you know, they're just kind of maybe concerned about what might happen. So I don't know. These are ideas that I'm tossing out. OK, but okay. it's but but they're definitely uh, diverging from where the other yeah. series went. You know, yeah. they're not going out and investigating, you know, homicidal hundreds, <laughs> <laughs> or they're not going out to, you know, dealing with uh, a more to safe neighborhood. Yeah. Um, before, you know, that, that type of thing. So it's like keeping it all within this. Yeah. It's not, it's not like an X-Files, um, mm-hmm. You know, forty four hundred of the week, or I remember Smallville. Shout out to right. the people. You know, it was always the freak <laughs> of the week. You know, people would always complain. It's like, oh, he's just fighting all these people, and I was just like, what the fuck you want him to do? With yeah, bales of hay. Um, <laughs> you gotta do, gotta do something. It's a Superman show, but um, yes. But I can see on how that could get old really quick. But yeah, the the format has changed. You know, yeah, definitely. Uh, the more they stay. In this in this hotel. So, uh, what was what was another thing that stood out to you about the episode? Um, uh, okay, I'm, I'm gonna get close to the issue, but but back. Um, Ladonna and the Doc. Ladonna being at the library mm-hmm. and using her powers. Um, it was mentioned before, like you know, Mildred got a hand on them powers. Good, she was lifting yeah. the Doc in the air. No. But I think Ladonna, let's not um, overlook the fact that. You know, she did this once, and once she realized what she was doing, mm-hmm. it's like it's been natural. You know, you change yeah. library books to fashion magazines, which I'm thinking, and this may be me with my nerd brain and overactive imagination, but it has to be more than just changing the image. Because if you're checking out books at a library, they're going to scan them books. If you're checking out medical journals and disguise mm-hmm. them as fashion magazines, either you are you have enough power to physically change the constitution or the properties of these books so mm-hmm. that even in the system they pop up differently or you are like working on Jarrell and the librarian's mind like at once because they're like again I could just be nerding out and like going full geek but mm-hmm. I'm like she changed those textbooks into fashion magazines and was able to alter them for an actual system. You don't just walk out of the library with a book. You have right. to check them out. So, I don't know. I was impressed by her powers this episode. Yeah, she, um, the, I, I do like the fact that we aren't having, like, you know, it's like a, the montage. How do you mm-hmm. use your abilities? You know, yeah. they're just like, you ain't got time for that. Yeah, You yeah. got like 10 episodes to tell the story and, mm-hmm. you know, she she's going to get it after the second or third try. Yeah. I think um, her, her thing for me is leaning more towards, like, like altering, I don't want to say altering reality, but like, you know, like you said, the perception, like, mm-hmm. like you know, what you were mentioning. Um, because, you know, most of the, <laughs> this is, we're getting really into the weeds of library books, uh, <laughs> barcodes, you know, most yeah. library books now have barcodes. And yeah. At the place where I check out up here, um, when I'm checking out my books, you just put the book under, and sometimes you don't even see it. You know, you mm. put the book under a scanner and then, you know, that's that. So, yeah, they're, she's getting very intricate with her abilities, which, which I think is really, really, really cool to see. The other person, as far as abilities, <laughs> that I wanted to mention was, um, let me get this boy's name right. Uh, Come on. Is it uh, Hayden? 
Yeah, Amar. Yeah, Hayden. Something. For some yeah. reason, I, I kept calling him Hendry. Like, where the fuck did that? Anyways, um, Hayden. But um, he, the moment where um, the doc was, you know, he he was talking with him, and we get we now we're learning more about Hayden not liking. He said, "Poke, prodded, or strapped down," and I was like, "Oh God!" Yeah. Um. So that um, when he was talking to the doctor, he just had he had that um, I guess um, premonition, you know, yeah. or he was telling the future, and the way they had him do it, <laughs> he just sat there, and it just happened. It wasn't like something that was like, "Let's go inside of his mind and you yeah, know, show, show the scene that you're going to see, obviously later mm-hmm. on." And, um, and I, I actually appreciated that because mm-hmm. every time they did it with Maya, it, she would just be like, Bro. you're going to die. <laughs> yeah. It just like, it was always something like heavily dramatic, yes. dramatized. And yes. with him, it's just, he's sitting there and, you know, maybe it's something that they will fl- kind of flesh out in the future where we do kind of see his future mm-hmm. premonitions, but um, I didn't mind the fact that he was, it just hit him all of yeah. a sudden. Yeah. Um, so I, I actually appreciated that. Um, but no. yeah, he's, he's, his character is becoming interesting. Um, yeah. And violent. So <laughs> let you, let's get that out to it. Cause that <laughs> motherfucker, I, I was like, I tweeted, I think I was like, Hayden has a good 35, 40 pounds on the doctor. Yep. You cannot be playing like this, man. Yeah. And you're still a kid. Like, I mean, he's like a teenager, but like, you're not a fully grown adult yet. And you are, when he pushed the doctor, I was like, yeah. oh, okay, you were another fave. Then I'm like, oh. Yeah. It made me. I was actually like, no, don't do that. I mean, the doc, he kind of fucked up. He was like, he said, let me check your pulse twice. Um, but and then, yeah. uh, but I can understand. It's like this whole mm-hmm. teen angst type of thing. But yeah. you know, we haven't really dug much into what his background is. Um, you know, as far as with Hayden and right. you know, because remember, we last episode we were sitting here. <laughs> trying to figure out when did they mention his abilities, and I think maybe yeah. like maybe like we missed it. But then the other thing, like I said, it's a lot of lot of details, and yeah. and I'm older, so I, I hit forty next year, so I you know you yeah. know my, my memory's not what it used to be. But the other Dang. thing is, I think they've had more screen time with mm-hmm. all of the other characters. Yeah, you know, so I I'm, I'm liking that they're kind of building, and especially like I said with that comment where he said, uh, "Polk product or strap down." Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what the fuck was happening with this kid? Yeah, 91 <laughs> years ago? Well, 80-something, because he had to be like maybe 10, but like, right. yeah. What the hell is going on? Yeah, so it just, uh, it's just, it's crazy. But yeah, the, um, we also, we just know straight up, like, he don't like doctors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he will knock him up, he, mm-hmm. he will knock you out. <laughs> hey, he gonna, he gonna play about his. Mildred is not to be fucked with. Yeah. And uh, and I like that. And again, I mean, there is that whole Ladonna, like, will they, won't they? Uh, mm-hmm. When she said to him, "Y'all, the, you know, are they gonna be together?" That mm-hmm. cool. But I think even if you went the route of um, of Hayden and Mildred just being friends, even mm-hmm. that feel it feels like the same sense of urgency and intensity, which like mm-hmm. my friend is gone. Like all you adults running around trying to solve crimes and stuff. And I just have this regular person who I can hang out with. And right. now she's gone because of some stuff that you didn't did. So right. yeah, I'm 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 with it. I'm with it. 
all the all the adults just messing up. Yeah. Um, the um, <laughs> the other the <laughs> I don't want to say the MVP. Uh, what's the opposite of the MVP? The bench rider for this episode? Yeah, I, yeah I, um, cowboy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's gonna have to be uh, Jessica. Um, the uh, <laughs> just like you said, Doctor, you were signed. I and Doctor Andre and. Um, you said Ladonna, Ladonna. and I yeah. yeah, and I want you to definitely kind of you know give us some inform- more information about oh, Ladonna. Ladonna. Yeah, but, but for Jessica, um, we have already established that she is the terrible. the foot soldier for you said terrible. Yes. <laughs> she's the foot soldier for the feds. Like she, yes. that's who she is. And um, Kanisha is like now she's you know. You know, you have the Jedi. You have the. I know people are gonna jump down my throat. He's like, "Yo, sh- shut up!" That's Star Trek behind you, not Star Wars. Um, you have the light side, the dark side, and then you have the gray Jedi, right? Mm. There's there's a such such a thing as gray Jedi. I think Kanisha's like in that gray area somewhere. So she's not she's not completely. You, <laughs> you're not convinced. I mean, I liked her more this episode than okay. I have the entire okay. season so far. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah, I just. You still, I she just, still hasn't made that. Like as a black woman, I I get doing your job and being mm-hmm. thorough, and you ain't finna let these time travelers mess up your stuff. But like, also, come on, sis, forty four hundred people got yep. together to lie to you. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> I can, yeah, and I can see it. Like she, she's starting. I, I see her as kind of starting to come around. Mm-hmm. But then you do have the scenes where she was just like, uh, maybe y'all should be drinking water. And oh. it was just like we grown as fuck. And we got <laughs> just one day, Like we didn't ask you to take us to like the the corner store and just like stock up on, Yo. you know, uh, Ian. I was gonna say Ian J. Anyways, um, but um, <laughs> so dumb. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, so Jessica, uh, I think this episode they really leaned into her just being just like the you know the opposite. There was one part where. She was talking about uh, Soraya. I think it was Soraya. Mm-hmm. Yeah, getting, getting arrested, and she was like, "That's one less thing on my list." And it was just like, "God." Um, yeah, there was the um, there was a meeting. I had one on here where it was like the meeting from earlier uh, when she was talking about just kind of the general vibe and the mood where she she was. They were talking about the leak, mm-hmm. and she was and she just kind of shrugged it off. She just was like, that ain't gonna be no big thing. And you know, those people aren't being mistreated and they're just exaggerating. And then the last thing was the revelation where the reason they chose the four that they did was mm-hmm. so that two of them could possibly like mess up. So this one, this episode in particular really kind of played up her as being the the antagonist. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and I know we've had examples of it, but those three moments just kind of stood out to me, and I was just like, "Damn, this yeah. is uh, this is major." Yeah. So. Yes, systemic uh, issues there, and it is the same. And this, and I, you know what? I'm not even gonna like caveat this at all. Her actions feel a lot like the actions that are taken against black bodies, even as young as middle school. It's like you are doing these things with this expectation that these people aren't good people. 
that these mm. folks are bad people, that these little black kids are just going to fuck up eventually, then you'll be vindicated mm. or you'll be celebrated for them punishing them. You've already put them in a situation where I understand both sides need to be safe and mm. you are the ones in control. So there is a part of me that's like, of course, they have to be at this hotel. Like, we need to figure out what's what. But there's also this part where why can't they play a piano? Yeah. Why are you pushing this young boy into face into a chair? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, there's certain things that, like, you have to, even as a prisoner, even somebody in jail, you, they may have committed a crime, but if you're going to offer them food, don't put glass in it. Like, it's like little things that you can do. Oh, oh. terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, bam, we're not yeah. even saying that, which I'm kind of saying y'all wrong, but even if we're looking at the real world ramifications of the 4400, I understand that you want to figure out what's going on. But, yeah. like, the shitty way that you guys are handling the situation, the terrible way in which you're treating these people, and you're reintroducing these people to society after abusing them physically and emotionally for, I don't know how long, what, they've been here, maybe a month or maybe, maybe two weeks or something, something like that. Yeah, it's, gonna be, it's getting close to a month. I would, I would give, a, give or take. And it's just like, you... I'm not going to be like, oh, well, it's just what the government has to do. Because there there are maximum security prisons. There are minimum mm -hmm. security prisons. So the very right. fact that there are, as an American, different degrees of prison, you can treat these people with a little bit more respect than what you have. And to um, be like, oh, yeah, we're going to send the troublemakers out there. What did you expect them to do? Burn down this old lady's house? Like, what did exactly you expect like... them to do? And I was just like, yeah, uh, she is a... She... She is a CEO at every company where you don't mm -hmm. know what the hell is going down in the on the ground level. You just know that the numbers, because that's all you're looking at, say one thing. So this needs to change or this needs to happen with no regard for how it's affecting the people beneath you. And I'm uh, I'm so sick and tired of her. Yeah. And the show, I think, did a good job at setting her up to be this hated person where um I don't think it needs to be said, but I don't hate the actress. <laughs> I hate that character. Right. But, uh, but yeah, she's just such a terrible person. And I like that Keisha is having to come to terms with, like, who am I romantically attached to? Right. Like, because if you're doing this with me, what did you do before the 4400 that I maybe don't even know about? So, yeah, because and I think that's, you know, we had last week there was the argument where or the week before where um you know they slept in separate apartments or whatever mm -hmm. so you know they, they had the argument uh shout out to uh it's uh wilder yari uh mm -hmm. you, you're killing that <laughs> you're killing that role <laughs> um yeah it's been um it's been interesting you know she, yeah. i just felt like this was this was her breakout episode i guess if you want to yeah that. yeah for um, sure which is weird mm -hmm. The uh, so let, let's what's what about LaDonna? Like, what's that? Okay, so I was mad at her, but mm -hmm. I don't know yet. I think I'm, I think my anger or my disdain or whatever may be misplaced. Okay, so she went through Soraya's computer, got the you know mm -hmm. stuff or whatever, and got the, the footage put out there in the world, and she got Soraya, it inadvertently got her. Arrested, not even fired, arrested, but like not fired, but like, yeah, arrested and whatever else. Mm -hmm. And so, I was watching, and I think that I was so high off the idea that oh, this show is good, look what they're doing. Then the Soraya thing caught me 
in left field. I was like, oh, so LaDonna don't care that she got this this girl lost her job. This was your stand. This is your fan. And then I was like, maybe she doesn't know that this woman was arrested. I don't so, think they know. And, yeah. and yeah. then also, I also have to like look at myself. Like, even if she does know, like, not to be funny, I love Soraya, but so what? You are part <laughs> of the team of captors. You are part of the people that have us here. So like, but also that was an ally that could have helped you. So I'm very yeah. conflicted. <laughs> so that's why I'm mad at LaDonna. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I don't know how I feel. <laughs> that's a lot of confusion. Now, yeah. yeah um, I feel that um, I don't think they know. Uh, yeah. Even the whole thing of, because I don't any they didn't, unless it's one of those things where unless they say it to them directly yeah, and say like, Hey, we, this, there was a leak and, mm-hmm. you know, unless we have a scene or unless somebody says off, you know, um, <clears throat> what happened, something that happened off camera, like, Hey, you remember yeah. you, you heard about the leak, then there's no suggestion that they know um, mm-hmm. versus, you know, some shows where they like should be happening off screen and we, yeah. never mind. but anyways, uh, I'm going to sidetrack, but, so I don't think that they know, and I think that if LaDonna did learn about it, maybe she, she would care. But yeah, maybe I think she would. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll we'll see. But I I don't I really hope they didn't um, add Soraya to the show just to and, it was, and it just to like bro, to, to I would be her. so mad. Yeah, have her get fired or arrested or something. Yeah, um, I'm gonna be mad if they did. Yeah, I'm like that's our Marco. We need Marco. Yes. Yes, um, it was crazy. But the um, I the other thing I liked uh, about this episode was pairing up some of the characters. Yes, um, and this is something I call you know the I wouldn't say calls crazy predictions, but I would call <laughs> Robert's radical uh, thoughts <laughs> RRT. Okay, Robert's radical thoughts. But I you know, I was I mentioned I wanted to see Ladonna and the Reverend paired up. Yeah, you, know, you did um, a few episodes ago, and they. They were like Robert, you you asking you <laughs> shall get, yeah. um, and it's cool because um, you see a difference in personality mm-hmm. uh, types. You know, you know Claudette and Shanice. They're like, we don't feel like dealing with this. They go out the back door, um, and then Ladonna and the Rev come out, and then like the Rev is like, oh, this will be great. Yes. And then Ladonna is like, that's that's my impersonation. Um, That's so spot on, though. <laughs> That's him. <laughs> Yo. I have, yeah. I, I have no son. Um, oh. So we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that because uh, both of us have thoughts. And uh, and then Madonna is like, you know, that's our element. You know, it's part yeah. of our element. So mm-hmm. they go out the front door. So I like that they paired them up as far as personalities because mm-hmm. um, it's it, and I and I want to see them kind of grow. You know, because. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also have kind of the same, you know, similar backgrounds. You know, Ladonna, mm-hmm. they both have problematic parents. I mean, we saw yep. that, you know, dude's father turned his death into like a new wing of, yeah. <laughs> of the church. So, yeah. Um, and Ladonna's mother was problematic in the in the um, flashback. So they're they're doing good. I like it. I mean, I liked it. Um, mm-hmm. So that you know, that was something that kind of <clears throat> jumped out at me that. Um, we got these two interacting. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else, you know, like episode wise? I wanted more. I wanted more between yeah. the two of them. I like what we got. I understand it's a multi-character cast, and so it's, mm-hmm. you have to juggle that. <clears throat> I think the time we spent with Carla and Jarrell, although it was, you know, good for mm-hmm. the plot, yeah, 
in the library, we could have cut that in half and got more of LaDonna and the Reverend. Yeah. And then just got all the park bench stuff with Jarrell and Carla later. But I mean, yeah. I, we got what we got, and I'm happy for it. But I do wish, because they were separated from the rest of the group, we would have gotten more of LaDonna and the Reverend. Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like it's a missed opportunity that might come up later where, like you said before, you wanted to see them paired together, and they're both part of this quote-unquote black royal status yeah. to some mm-hmm. extent from the um, the mega church side and also from the reality TV show side. So I, mm-hmm. I just wanted a little bit more of them together, but I yeah. did like what we got. I thought it was, I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. Yeah, they, um, it's, it's interesting that, and, and one of the things you do want to see with like a multi crew, a multi-cast cast or whatever, like a bunch yeah. of people, um, is the different inter- interactions. Like I was happy to see Claudette talking to um, Hayden yes. later with the flowers. Yeah, they, they could have they could have brought your favorite actress back. They could have brought like Girl, the random... I'm sick of that lady. <laughs> I'm so tired of her. <laughs> she shows up with the flowers. She's like, "Hey, Hayden, I've been here the whole time, the whole time." Um, Yo, yeah, but it's and you want that you want to see that you always feel that um, shows that rely on large cast um, can be supported in a really good way or they can excel, you know, when you have good, you know, great character interactions. I mean, one yeah. of the things we always, I mean, I'll, you know, kind of the more recent go-to I think about is something like Game of Thrones. Yeah. You know, I, um, sometimes I was very hyped to see like one character, see the other character mm-hmm. or, you know, come across and, you know, we, we talk about, something like Endgame, you know, where yeah. you have all these uh, characters that had mm-hmm. never seen each other before, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and linking up. So I think they could possibly, they could probably do well with, you know, having more pairings like this. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I like um, to see There was um, the other <laughs> thing that it's, it kind of stuck with me was, um, Let's just go ahead and go into it. Um, Reverend Ooh, Johnson. Yeah. Um, so that that big reveal of first of all finding out that his father had was profiting off of his quote unquote death, but mm. then um, him learning more about his son. You yeah. Know, with the podcast, so I'm gonna let you let me uh-huh. give, you give your thoughts first. Oh God. <laughs> so <clears throat> the Reverend getting a 404 error as he looks up something on the internet was the best. <laughs> thing to me not even like my disdain for the character but just that yeah somebody uh, from the 90s who is like just learned about computers now you see this shit and it's like what is this so i i like that um Mm -hmm. i think the show did a good job with hitting all the you know a lot of points that would get you riled up or get you emotional either way however you fall on this this argument i don't like this route for him um, so my initial thought, so what happens is the Reverend looks up himself. He looks up his old church. He sees that, you know, his dad profited off of his quote unquote death. And then we go a step further. It's like, you go down a rabbit hole and you see that there is a, um, podcast and maybe in a book, it looks like a that yeah, it was a, a tell all about the Johnston family and them having conversion therapy. And it's this guy named Quincy, um, and it's the Rev Johnston's son, who is 
from what we gather queer. I don't even want to say what, because when I first heard his voice, I was like, is that B. Scott? But I don't think this show would have B. Scott in the cast. We would know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if the person is just queer, if they're trans or non-binary right. or what. I'm just going to say queer to blanket everything until we find out more. But I was thinking like conversion therapy, but then also this is the 90s. So I was, my initial thought was like, I don't like this for this character. This is, this is not, not just because I'm not a fan of Reverend. I like the yeah. actor. I think he's doing what he needs to do. I'm not a fan of the character, but this felt like, the wrong if it, it felt this is the first time watching the show i was like is this really the right way decision? to go yeah, yeah like to go now after sitting on it i still feel that way about 80 percent. but then i'm also like i grew up in the 90s as well so though i wasn't part of some mega church i could see these views being shared about you know by me and who are in their 20s and 30s in the 90s. So it's I'm not that far removed from thinking these ideals would be accurate mm-hmm. to a character like the Rev. It just, even with that in mind, it still doesn't feel... Like, I'm going to have to see where they go with this. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, he disowns his son before even meeting him. He, play, he plays a podcast on... I don't know what podcast service that was, but there's a podcast about... I don't know if it's the Quincy's podcast or if he's being mm-hmm. interviewed about his book, but he's pretty mm-hmm. much talking about they uh, was doing conversion therapy. I don't uh, associate with that family. F them. Quincy doesn't even have the Johnston last name. Yeah. Um, you already know I'm I'm Team Quincy. I haven't seen this man, <laughs> but <laughs> but all that being said, I would be interested to see how they delve into this story with Quincy and his flashbacks and the Johnston family. But that reaction from the Rev. I understand we've progressed since the 90s and there are certain things and labels and things that weren't um, in circulation back then. But for some reason, that still feels. I would I think for me, the thing that would make more sense is if he didn't say I don't have no son is if he didn't accept that that was his son. He'd be like, well, no. You know, maybe I gotta I gotta meet him. I gotta see him. Like, if you mm-hmm. ultimately end up like, oh, I have no son. I don't like gay people. Sure, whatever. But it mm-hmm. something about that felt off, and it wasn't the acting because I feel like uh, what's his name, Andre? No, what is the actor's name? Derek A. King. I think he did a good job with his role. Um, mm-hmm. I think the lines were, were delivered well. Like the actual acting was fine, but I there's something that feels off about that being the direction you're going with him even if you're giving him this redemption arc of ultimately he accepts his son which is like uh, I don't know and maybe I'm biased maybe I'm too close to it you know but I was like this don't feel this is the first time I didn't I thoroughly not hate it but of a decision felt like what the heck like devoid from the rest of the show but I don't know That's just yeah. so you. I'll let you. You. Uh, you. What's your thoughts on it? So the um, the first thing I remember was when they went to Bell Island. He said, "He said I ain't. You know, they're they're not a part of my life. You know, yeah. he said that about the mother of his child mm-hmm. and his son. So his interest in looking up his son. Yes. Maybe like you said, it was one of those rabbit hole type of things because like you'll be like." 
oh, guess what? I'm looking for movie tickets for the Eternals. And then, mm-hmm. you know, further down the road, it's like, I can make Skittles ice cream. You know, that type of shit. <laughs> yeah. um, it just, you know, sometimes it happens. But, mm-hmm. um, and also maybe he didn't know how to use the internet. But I think it is significant that he, um, they had this happen mm-hmm. or that he, because I thought they had mentioned, even in this earlier in this episode, that, um, Somebody did ask him about looking Ladonna. into his family. Oh, yeah, I yeah. Well, I mean, she asked after they left. The, after after Claudette. they left. No, that was Claude. It was Claudette. Claudette was the one that asked him on the on the stairs. About he said, his "I have son. no son." Okay, okay. Yeah, so Hang that on. was like when he said, "I have no son," or whatever. Um, so <laughs> there. So that was the thing. So it was for me. It was kind of weird because I'm like, you've already established that you, you know, it's it's God's plan for you to help the 4400. Mm-hmm. You, you said you said fuck him, you know. So that at that point, you know, that kind of is like okay, that's this. I don't know what kind of dude this is, you know. That's the yeah. that they're going, but it seems like okay. Well, now I'm going to learn about my son, uh, but maybe it was just the accident thing. So I that's what I'm talking it up to be. Mm. But the the thing is, um, I'm trying to think of the right way to say this. <laughs> mm, they're Yo. homophobes. Yeah. <laughs> They're homophobes and yes. trans, transphobic people. And there's a lot of them in the black community. I mean, just mm-hmm. it just is. So it's one of the things where, and it's a lot of it, and a lot of it is wrapped in religion and faith. So yeah. we have the son of a um uh evangelist, and I'm not saying every evangelist preacher or family right, right. kind of leans this way, but one of the things that I was wondering was with such a focus on uh, LGBTQ well, issues, are we going to deal with the other side of that? Obviously, mm-hmm. we partly we kind of have, mm-hmm. and now I we don't know if that guy if the guard threw uh, Noah into the chair for being you know trans. Yeah, um, but it's one of those things where the question is in the back of your head. But that was one of the things that I I felt that like the the opposite, like everybody ain't going to be hunky dory. It's just right, that's, right. that's and it's unfortunate. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like you know. Let people live their lives, but with him specifically, when he sat there and he cried, I was like the single tear. I thought he was he did cry the single tear, right? Um, I think so. Yeah, he did the yeah, single he was tear. Like, yeah, he tried to yeah. clean it up when um, it up. when Jarrell yeah, came so, by. Yeah, but we don't know. And like I said, I'm not saying immediately that they're trying to label him as as mm-hmm. being homophobic or whatever. But we're not like you know <clears throat> supporting his son, um, but. It's something that I'm just like, okay, this is um, this is an interesting way to go. Yeah, you know, with the story. So, um, and when he flat out said, um, he's like, I have no son. I'm like, you said that two episodes ago. Hey, <laughs> like, you've already said that <laughs> several like, we, times. <laughs> yeah, like we, you know. That's like you repeating something to somebody, like you know, clean, clean, clean the floor, clean the floor, yeah. clean the floor. You've I, told I, me I like three fucking yeah. times I'm gonna clean the floor, <laughs> um, and you said like two or three times, he's like, I ain't got no son, I ain't got no son, I ain't got no son. Do, like... you, do you have a son? No, I don't have one. So, um, that's kind of weird. Yeah. My, my, I was confused. I was a yeah. little confused because like we've we've already kind of tread this ground, but I do like that they are, um. The, the you know and then also the, you know the discussion of conversion now like that's a church that it believes in that shit and it's just like okay that's problematic in, it, hey. in and of itself hey. so you know so it's like 
I want to see where they're going to take his character because I think that you you give yourself a discussion to talk about that issue within specifically the mm-hmm. black family and especially a black family of faith. So yeah, that, you know that is. Um, as you know, like I said, black folks say monolithic. I mean, you have some black atheists, you have some, you know, a lot of black Christians. It is, it's just different. So it's one yeah. of those things where I was like, okay, let's see what the next episode brings. And when you see the trailer for the next episode, mm-hmm. you'll see what I mean by that. Okay. Um, so um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. This is like, this is one of the first times during the show where I say, I don't know, you know, I, because I don't, you know, like. Yeah, I, I think for me, and I didn't think we would get to this point, but again, reshaping the show, if we had of only mentioned that he had a family and that was it, and this was the first time he said, I don't have a son, maybe that would have landed a little bit better for me. And by all means, don't think that I feel like because I'm a part of the affiliated with this community, everybody got to love these niggas. I don't care. It's just mm-hmm. this character in particular, it felt, it. I ain't going to say it didn't feel earned, it felt odd. And mm-hmm. now, even more that I sit with it, it feels dangerous because of Noah. Noah has expressed that Noah is a trans character on the show. Mm -hmm. This is somebody who the Reverend has promised these things to. Like, I'm going to make sure we're okay. I don't know if the Reverend has an awareness of transness in the way that Noah presents. Because it's one thing Mm -hmm. to look at any 90s TV show and see a trans person as the either dead sexual deviant or the comic relief. It's mm-hmm. a whole nother thing to see a trans person in 2021 and the way they're depicted. So I'm wondering if that is going to roll over to Noah. Um, another thing I'm concerned about, and not really concerned, but Doc's handling of Noah's sensitive information. Like when Noah come back, like mm-hmm. no, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, son. Like you are dealing with like. So yeah. I'm, I'm, so that that gives me pause as well, and I'm not sure if the show, which I don't know how they could not see that, but um, I'm wondering how the Reverend will interact with Noah with this new revelation of mm-hmm. how he feels about his son, and yeah, so I'm, we're back yeah. to square one. <laughs> well, um, we'll see. You know, it's been. Um... It's interesting, um, you know, that it's it, their development. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, hopefully they'll handle it in such a way that it makes sense and whatever route they take him. Yeah. It's like one of those things where, you know, protagonist, antagonist, and a piece of work, you got to, mm-hmm. you know, you love them, you, you hate them, but you got to make it make sense. Yes, you that's know? it. And, that, and that's kind of the biggest thing. You got to mm-hmm. make it make sense no matter what side of this they're on. Yeah. You know? And you can definitely degree, like you know, degree, agree or, or disagree. Um, degree. Um, <laughs> there's that um, if they go the route of making him like you know, I can't support you because you're a part of this community. You know yeah. that um, um, we're not going to agree with it. Mm-hmm. You know the direction, but shit. yeah, you got you got committed that shit. That's what y'all have done. Yeah, I mean, shit. The the cartoon racist. You know, committed to that, and thank God for him not being in this episode. Um, nothing against the actor, but I was just like, I mean, we need a breather from, um, yes, God. you know, him, him like hovering over black people. Yeah. Um, there, um, the other thing that when uh, I think it was Shanice and Claudette mm-hmm. went to see Miss Grover, 
Miss Grover. Mm-hmm. You, I don't know if they should have told about the abilities. I'm sorry. I um Bro. I you know I know Bro. she got a connection with this woman, Bro. but um I'm like in my mind I'm like I just time traveled and I can I got abilities like I don't that's not what I'm leading with no <laughs> just like I'm, I think and that might be my paranoia just like for no. real life you know? same page same page <laughs> like my wife is the only one that's gonna know about that until like oh shit right. Robert was flying yeah. um yeah that. That um because I had to pick up groceries and I didn't want to walk. Um the most mundane superhero ever. Uh, what were Yo. your thoughts about them like revealing? I hated it. <laughs> I'm with Claudette. I realized Claudette, I'm literally like if and I'm not even being funny because I like the character, but like everything she does, I'm either saying it right before she does it, mm-hmm. or I'm like in a hundred percent agreement with her. Um, then that is uh J Lady Official. I'm not sure of her the actress actual name. That's her Twitter handle. Bruh, when she looked at Shanice, like, what the fuck are you? And for me, mm-hmm. my issue with it was that you're not just telling your business. You are right. impacting all of us. Everybody. Um, it felt weird. I know mm-hmm. you're comfortable. You're with your, you know, it's family. You're back after all this time. And I was like, bruh. Let's talk about like Miss Grover's speech about like Barack Obama and Beyonce mm-hmm. and Black yeah. Excellence. Like that was a little heavy handed, but I would much <laughs> rather see that because I feel like that makes more sense. Because one, mm-hmm. you're explaining history to not only your like surrogate niece, daughter, but also a woman who's much older than you. Yeah. And so I was like, her ability being displayed should have been an accident. Mm-hmm. I don't think Shanice should have told her. I think with them three were together, some kind of way Claudette should have broke her arm on accident or yeah. something. Like that, her, I was like, Shanice, you are not making good decisions at all. I mean, she, she, yeah, that was. I, I was just like, nah, because I, you know, we know what the government can do. <laughs> yeah. tap your phones, they'll. You could bug their house, man. Come on. Yeah, yeah like um. Just crazy. So yeah, I was just like, okay, you know, it, it, a decision was made. Was it the best one? You know, I don't know, but we'll we'll see in the no, future. No, that was terrible. Because like, I don't want um, I don't want a scene of like, you know, them waterboarding this Grover for information. <laughs> like we're waterboarding oh. you with tea. I was like, yeah. no, don't do that. Um, I just like don't no. Nah, I just don't. I don't want yeah. that scene. But um. Yeah, I think um, the other thing, big scene that kind of stood out to me was um, the okay. Well, this is minor. Um, Carla and Jarrell, you know, talking uh, not even the relationship stuff, but the, where she admits that locally speaking, they wanted to help these people. They were yeah. like, you know, we wanted to. We we've been trying to get them out of that old ass hotel. It's like that's been <laughs> on the corner for like five years. Like fifty mm. years, um, abandoned Yo. with yeah. secret doors and shit. We'll get to that, uh, but um, the um, <laughs> but the feds are they know something, and it's like they're being weird about it. And I'm just like, okay, so this is once again when you see the trailer, you'll see what I mean. Um, but we're kind of we're moving forward, you know, mm-hmm. we're moving forward. Um. To that, I I enjoyed that scene. Any any thoughts about that or two of them? Um, I like Carla. Um, I still don't know how I feel about her. Like I like the actress. I mm-hmm. I like her, but I feel like her role at this point in the game could have mm-hmm. been occupied by someone else. Um, 
and I don't know what my kind of issue, for lack of a better term, I don't know what my issue is. Mm-hmm. Um, her and Jarrell, to me, don't have a lot of chemistry. They do have some, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's something about her where I feel like either maybe they shouldn't have been had that love pass, that relationship mm-hmm. pass, or should have leaned a little bit more heavier into it. I don't know. But Carla herself, I like that. I like what they're doing with that character to like give me not only Jarrell, who's the social worker, and then Keisha, who's like the Fed. We also mm-hmm. have like the government, the governing body. So I do appreciate the her role, but yeah, right. I'm like, I don't know. I don't really know how I feel about yeah, there. Um, the other thing is just seeing like every other conversation they have, Jarrell just like um fucking up with just you talking oh, to yes. her. And brother was just like, Well, you a sellout. She's like, Wait, what? What what? I like my paycheck. Bye, broke. And then just like <laughs> left. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so yeah, there it's it. I I actually like her the more we get with her because mm. like um I think um in the first episode she seemed to be more kind of towing the mm-hmm. the party it. line or the government yeah. line, but it's like mm-hmm. locally they're just like, well shit, we just Detroit, we want to help these people. Yeah. And the fans are like, no, and just mm-hmm. all this stuff. Yeah. Um any kind of there so there's a big scene, but like did you any other thoughts that you have about the episode or uh any major? Not uh we're gonna get to, well, we're gonna do the Shanice and, and Doc thing. Um so not really. Well, okay. Cynthia, I do want to mention I was a fan <laughs> of Cynthia from the start. And mm-hmm. because of the ending we got, um you know, yeah. maybe, but I was a fan of Cynthia, and um, I had even tweeted, I wish they could have abducted the doc and Cynthia right there. Mm-hmm. Cynthia is the doc's um girlfriend from the 20s or whatever. Um, yeah. other thing I thought was, did the doc uh cure COVID back in the 20s? Because this respiratory disease that he found a cure for, I'm like, was it asthma? But that's really um... all I got. What uh they called it was whooping cough and whooping cough was um I'm trying to remember what the scientific name was for that. Oh I'm not repeating that. Let's spell it out. Per pertussis. Mm, um okay. So okay, pertussis. So you know, so he had a hand in curing that and help and helping his girlfriend. Um, I really liked her. Like I said, the line that stood out to me was when she said, come back to me. Yeah. Um, Cause his mind was just like all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, and I felt that um, the actress did a really, really good yes. job um, mm-hmm. and just killed it. You know, it's just like, everybody's always on this kick of like CW, like with the acting, the acting. And it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, they're not, these are, these folks are bringing it. You yeah. Know, in this, I agree. you know, for, for the show. I mean, shit, we're not, let me let me stop. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's um, we're I'm I'm enjoying it. You know, I'm enjoying mm-hmm. the choices that they've made. So mm-hmm. I mean, so the two the two big ones. Um, we can talk about Shanice and Dr. Andre. Um, Woo! and him revealing to her his you know true self and mm-hmm. um through I think one of the most um, come on kind of 
how's it fascinating but it's just like creative ways of doing that like let me let me just show you yeah instead of me fumbling you know through words mm -hmm. uh, because obviously um i almost got beat up by a child and almost <laughs> and i and i sliced the other one up so like talking really ain't what i'm doing today. you almost got beat up by shanice when you first met her so you know secretary exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is it's too large of a big of a matter for a secretary. Um, they, you know, him showing yeah. that he um, is trans, and I I loved it. Like it was mm -hmm. one of those things where um, the only other show where I've seen this dealt with, and maybe there have been other shows, was is nine one one Austin. I think it's Austin, and there's a trans character in there who was a firefighter and um, he was dating a, um, is, went out on a date with a, um, this woman. And when she found out, it just turned into, it wasn't the best. It just, mm. it just wasn't the best. Um, mm. And it was sad because I was like, I love this character. Like, you mm. know, just like, you know, cool dude, you <laughs> know, just like, mm -hmm. but in this one, I was worried. <laughs> I was like, don't yeah. do that to my man. And mm -hmm. especially with what y'all have been building up yeah. um, over the past episodes, which I felt worked. This was not forced. Yeah. Yeah. And, if, and it just, and it worked. And, um, and I loved it. Like I, I just, I, I, hey. I enjoyed it. And, and then, and they had a kiss, right? If I remember. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they had a kiss. So um, what were your thoughts? Um, I'm two things. The doc mm -hmm. has a type, though Cynthia and Shanice do not look alike, they are compared mm -hmm. to the doc. They have a, a certain fullness that I feel yeah. like this <laughs> go for. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, even before the reveal, and I tweeted this out, I absolutely love the way that Shanice they handled Shanice leading up to that because mm -hmm. she uh the doc told her all this stuff you know i messed up blah whatever i've done this before somebody i love before blah, blah whatever and shanice got ready to hug him which was very um um on brand it, it made sense with the moment and stopped mm -hmm. and was like i don't want to touch you and risk um seeing something without your consent without you knowing and so and though you know again nerd brain being critical i was like well all of you people out there who write telepaths, think of this. This is yeah. a good way in which yeah. to get that consent and show that concern and that care where even if you mm -hmm. accidentally gleam something, you can kind of walk it back, whatever. That's me being dramatic. But <laughs> that moment, I loved. And immediately yeah. after we got the reveal, now, I'm going to be honest, I am sick and tired of the doctor using Noah... And telling Noah's business. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I am going into it with this. Um, I'm actually giving more grace for that. Um, when I mentioned this before, it was because the doctor needed a certain treatment for trans men that wasn't available. And so he gave mm -hmm. the uh, prescription name to Jarrell and was like, okay, get me this. It's for Noah, such and such. And I made the the comment, like, what is he doing? And some girl on Twitter was like, well, HIPAA wasn't around back then. And though that was like a joke and me and her laughed about it, I'm still of the mind that I, again, I'm not trans, so let me know mm -hmm. if, if I, don't, I don't have the right to do this, but I'm giving yeah. the doc a little bit more grace because you are not maliciously 
mm-hmm. giving this information out. And it's very and for the way the show has been set up, I think it makes sense. Um, I still wish they had a, did it a different way because I feel like to be like I feel like, I don't know. I feel like if the doctor had been like, while talking to Noah, like, well, does that does that mean I'm trans or something like that? Well, you mm-hmm. could have had her see that and not yeah. Noah's reveal. It's like, Noah is having a lot of stuff happen to him. Yeah. Noah. So that's the only thing I didn't like. But I love the scene. I love the moment. I thought that was done well. And I yeah. think if you're looking at a way to get things out a lot of times when you're marginalized and i'm speaking from personal experience especially mm-hmm. as a child or newly new to certain like vocabulary it's it's it may not always be easy to just say the word you know yeah. i am you know what i'm saying so i like yeah. that aspect but i was like man you did not have to use noah's <laughs> uh <laughs> reveal but i did i even still i enjoyed mm-hmm. that and um i like them yeah, I don't know where this is going to go, but I like them, and now I'm a little concerned with the very end at what's going to happen now. So there, um, so in my mind, just to um, keep Noah's um, part <laughs> of the flashback, not the flashback or the um, vision, the vision. Uh, <laughs> this may be a stupid. They just like blurred his face, <laughs> like um, you know, like. Uh, you know, those Dateline specials, um, whatever, that's being me dumb. But yeah, it was, that was one of my favorite scenes. Um, yeah. So we get to the end. Um, the, Ooh, the, they, because they, and they are definitely doing the um, cliffhanger endings, you know, for yeah. each episode. Um, how do you feel about him walking to the Batcave? Where that woman is. Oh, we okay. <laughs> where we the pierces, where the pace right. is. <laughs> Washington Jefferson gonna walk out. Like, <laughs> you know my dad? No, fool. No. Um, I think we need to discuss what that is because we may be of two different minds. I like it regardless, but what is what did you see that as? Okay, I saw it as a whole. See, the other thing though is that they show a, a little bit more, and the reason I in the in the trailer. For oh, next week, dang, okay. Well, I'll tell you is, what. I, oh, go ahead. No, no, you go. You say what you. Okay, say. So yeah. what I initially thought without having seen the trailer for episode five mm-hmm. is because we saw the the mouse rat that he was yeah. like experimenting on. Because that mouse popped up, I was like, okay. Um, Doc was like, oh, did you get caught in the green light too? And I was like, but no, you motherfuckers have been here for at least two weeks. Right. If that mouse was caught up in the green light, it would be at Bill Isle. It wouldn't be at the hotel. Right. So my thought was the Doc's powers allow him to communicate with the past or bring things from his past into present day. Okay. And so my thought was, he gonna fuck around and bring Cynthia into present day, and then have to, you know, figure out: Do you gonna be with her? Or you gonna be with Shanice? But clearly, <laughs> you about to destroy my dream. And I don't know about to destroy it because I mean, uh, they, the most that they show in the trailer is um, just a long hallway. Okay. Um, okay. The, the, so, but the biggest thing that you know, so you know, story, you know, uh, summary or whatever, take it back. Um, hers, you know, like uh, Missy Elliott, anyways. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> he's in where you know, uh, he finds a hidden passage or yeah, wall in his uh lab slash bar, mm-hmm. and um, 
which I thought was interesting. But um, and the episode ends with him looking down it, and I um, the, the the first thing that came to mind was like, it's another reason for them to stay in this damn hotel. And I got <laughs> <laughs> like, I got I got kind of frustrated <laughs> because. <laughs> I'm looking for like any reason for them to leave the hotel. Yo, no, and yeah. but when he found it, I was like, well, okay, this they stay in the hotel. Um and it just um so I mean it's it's a nice it's a nice little teaser. I mean, you know, cliffhanger for next week. Yeah. Um it'll bring you back. Um it's making me wonder what the connection now is of the hotel to if there's gonna be a connection to you know between the hotel and the forty four hundred mm-hmm. and um how this is going to force them to stay there because even Jessica being as like the conniving, um, you know, antagonist of this episode straight up mm-hmm. said, well, they did good. So, I mean, you get what you want. They're not going to stay here. Yeah. So I'm just like, now is the doctor going to want to leave? Um, hey, you know, maybe not. So, yes. I, that was, but there, there was nothing really spoilery outside okay. of just this. They showed the hallway. And the reason I was thinking about black lightning was because of the underground areas yeah. between, underneath Freeland, yeah, which ran, Road. you know, from Atlanta to, um, Tennessee, Central City, no. <laughs> no, whatever. No, you know, we, we don't get. They don't do that. They don't yeah. fly the actors down for that shit. They just. Uh, no. We get like a red light, and it's like, oh, the Flash was here. You didn't see him. It's like, yeah, oh. no, I did not see that man. No. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, I still hope I'm right because oh, that'd I mean, be you, a messed you, up love triangle. <laughs> you could be. I mean, like I said, you could be. They um, we'll see. Like I said, we'll we'll we'll. Because it's not following the same model or the you know the plot lines as the original mm-hmm. one, so this it's it's kind of up for grabs at this point. Yeah. What? Um, yeah. Yeah. This is this is something. This is something. I'm I'm excited for what we got, um, mm-hmm. and whatever comes next. I'm gonna watch that trailer. But yeah. Oof, yeah. Oof. Um. Yeah. Let's 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 uh get to. We got a few comments here. Uh. Let's see. Robert, you might have to get used to the hotel thing. Hashtag COVID. Damn, you're right. Uh, Yeah, you're right. At least they didn't have them sitting in front of like doing an entire season in front of like uh, laptop cameras. Yeah, God, yes. (laughs) Oh, Black Lightning! My goodness. Yeah. Um, Ely says, I think that Ladonna has been conjuring images. Uh, all of her life from socialite to genius. And, you know, there's something to be said there with her being in the limelight, being this socialite, having a, uh, um, being very book smart and about mm-hmm. computers. And it, like, so there, there's something there. I don't yeah. know how to connect the dots, but there's something there that, um, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Uh, let's see what else. Ely says, I didn't watch the first iteration of the series. I am seeing how the powers are connected to the person. Was that something the original series did? You know where my mind went? Go! The, the neighborhood! <laughs> God save the neighborhood! Yo! Um, the most New York... The most New York Seattle transplant... Man, say. Um, ever. Um, now, that the reason I think of him is because... See, we don't. I don't want to ruin anything. There, I mm-hmm. think there's there, there is something to your theory, and I'll yeah. just leave it at uh, because, and I'll just say with this guy, there's um, there's an episode of the original in the first season. I cannot remember this guy's name. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he's so New York, like yeah. excessively so. Miranda's, but he um, uh, randomly so. So apparently, like he lived in like one of the roughest parts of Seattle, and he comes back with um. God, which I'm trying to think what superhero to compare him to. Basically, he can he, he can maybe Daredevil, but he can like read. Um, he can see uh, his memory is like very is very off the you know off the charts or whatever. Mm-hmm. So if he sees somebody like kicking ass, he's just like, oh, I'm kick ass. So he decides to become a vigilante. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that case, he cleans up his neighborhood or what you know if you, whatever you want to say. Yeah. It has a, it does have an effect. So the powers mm-hmm. are connected to the. The reason why the person was brought back. It's, yeah, and, that's, and I'll okay. say that. So yeah, so. yeah. That actor is David Eichenberg, who was, okay. um, and I know him from Sex in the City, as yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> as uh, Miranda's husband or boyfriend. Like I just, that's the only place, the only reference I have for him. Um, yeah. yeah, I'll agree. I'll even say that maybe at times the show didn't know. That so, <laughs> at times. They, I mean, <laughs> they created one whole character who could do every fucking thing, and yo, then they were just like, "Yo, let's let's yo, have let's do this." this yeah. <laughs> she can yeah. fly and also cook soup in her hair. Like I don't know, <laughs> it was yeah. That's that's that wild. Was a crazy episode. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, Marcus says, I'm really interested in Hayden's backstory. If he's from the 30s, mm-hmm. I wonder if his dislike of doctors is because he was experimented on. That's what I thought. Again, I went to the Lovecraft country of it all. I do that with the older characters. So with him, with uh, Claudette, and with um, with the doctor. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I think that's that's probably spot on because like when you talk about being strapped down, um, that's, you know, being subjected to some, something against your will. And I just did a look, a look up. I did a search. <laughs> God, I, it's like, I don't know how to talk. I write. Um, there, that take, that took place at the Tuskegee um, trials or. And I was thinking that, but I was like, yeah. oh, I don't want to show my ignorance because I don't know if this. <laughs> That's what I got the internet for. Time to look period. smart. Yeah, to look smart. Shit. I was like, oh, um, yeah. I'll be sitting down talking with somebody who's like, I don't know. That's what he yeah. was for. Yeah. Um, no, the, the trials, they say 1932 to 1972. I'm okay. not saying that he was a part of that. I think that they might even suggest that he was mm-hmm. a part of something like that, which can, which a viewer will draw parallels between. Super surgery. Yeah, shit. Don't get me started. Isaiah, no self-respecting. Yeah, that's that's Isaiah Bradley. That's that's, God. That's the crossover we need. It's the multiverse, y'all. Oh man, yeah, he's the variant. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Oh, and I don't know what comment this was referring to, but Ely says exactly. At first, I was getting uh, Tillish vibes. Maybe Emmett Till. No, Emmett Till. No, that's 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 exactly. Yo, Hayden. Yeah. I'm not, and that's, I don't, oh man, um, that's a flashback of that's kind of where they're going, like he was, I don't, I don't want to see that, like there's, they're like two oh. damn TV shows coming out about Emmett Till, mm-hmm. no, there's one movie and then there's a TV show, and it's just like, I, no, nah. yeah. yeah, I mean, so I don't know, it just, it depends on how they handle it, if that's yeah. the route that they're going, I agree, so. I agree. Uh oh yeah, Marcus says same. I definitely got uh it got real with the character if they let it. Yeah, yeah, it can get real. Um I mean we know he's gonna knock some motherfuckers out. <laughs> right? well, he I was like, why didn't they have him punch a wall? But maybe he don't got super strength, but shit. 
Yeah. Hayden was, oh, don't mess with He don't play about his. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marcus says the interactions between people from different time periods is one of the mm-hmm. things that make me most excited about this show. Um, I'll speak to that. I like that as well. And what I really, and I, I realized that is the thing that made me love this show before it even came out is mm-hmm. because you don't get as black and I'll even say, you know, people of color, because I don't know that you see too many Asian and Hispanic and, you know, whatever. I don't see you see too many mm-hmm. people in like sci-fi, futuristic shows, movies, properties, and whatever. And yeah. I think that having being able to tell these stories about black people from very specific points in history mm-hmm. and tie them together in a way that yeah you can write a story and you can do that but you don't see that as normally as you do with white folks so to have hayden who's 91 years old chopping it up with claudette who's i don't know what is she like maybe 80 no she's not that old what would she be like maybe in her 50s no, because if she was from the 50s, whatever, she grown. She grown, so too. We don't do math on the show. At all. Not at all. What <laughs> is she? Is she 12? No. <laughs> but just to see black people from different points in time. and mm-hmm. be, just, Well, case in point, the scene with Miss Grover. Yeah. Miss Grover is a woman who was the not even the oldest in that room, but was the one who was most knowledgeable. You have a woman from 2006 a woman from 1950-something, and a woman who's probably in her 60s. And having that, having to craft a conversation with three different time periods and three different types of Black women in mind, like that, you, I don't think you see that. I can't think of any other show where regardless of how you feel, be it campy, corny, CW, whatever, point me to another show where you see this and it's natural within the show. And I don't think we've gotten that. There, um, so one of so that we yeah, like you said, we've never seen any 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 of that. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing though that I'm thinking about is like black people, and <clears throat> I'm thinking about like time travel. Yeah, right now this is this is time travel, mm-hmm. and the two examples that I think of like on varying degrees of it is um, various sides of it is. Um, there's I, I love this trilogy. I, I love this trilogy, but um in the first um Back to the Future, you mm-hmm. have the the black guy who is like cleaning up the um sure. he's cleaning up the diner. He works at the diner, but then eventually in the 80s he becomes he's running for mayor. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like it's named Goldie or something. And mm-hmm. and I'm just like, okay, so that's kind of like a bit part um in this world. You know, we're mm-hmm. telling like largely, you know, it's 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 about <clears throat> white Americana. So that's like a depiction of a black person in like a time travel show. Yeah. And then you look at something like Timeless, with um, which was on NBC. If you ever get a chance to watch it, it's really, really good. It's a time travel action thriller. And one of the characters on there is played by a guy named Malcolm. Uh, the actor's name is Malcolm Barrett. And mm-hmm. he plays uh, Rufus Carlin. And he's a scientist. Mm-hmm. He's a scientist who will go who who's gonna who time travels you know with with the i think there's like the you know there's a there's a white guy who's like the uh he's a secret agent he's the agent or something mm-hmm. and then oh there's, there's mm-hmm. a yeah there's a woman i can't remember what her role is i think she's another scientist or maybe she's the historian of the group but um i've seen like a few episodes but there are episodes where they 
highlight the fact that this is a brother yeah. <laughs> time traveling. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you know, so the joke always is, is like, why do we want to time travel to areas that were occupied largely by white folks? Yeah. Like, we don't want to do that shit. Um, so um, I like that this is a case of, in this case, these all these people are being brought forward into our time. And, you know, like, you know, Marcus was saying that their interactions are such that, you know, they can't shake where they came from. Right. I mean, you know, that's just kind of how it is. Um, mm -hmm. So I yeah. think that's interesting. But I always say, you know, um, check out Timeless if you if you get a chance. It was, it was Yeah. Really I wrote that down. It's actually on Hulu as well. So anybody okay. who's, who has Hulu who's interested, I saw it's two seasons. And I don't – I've never seen that show, but I want to say I saw a clip. Is it – though it is a action thriller, do they have, like, comedic elements to it? Uh, I mean, there's some funny moments, you know, from what I, I want to say. I saw a, a clip of the black guy talking about not wanting to go to a certain part of. The, I don't know. It could have been maybe something else, but I think maybe you probably saw. You know, the, I mean, you're you're right because I think, like I said, that discussion would come up. Like I remember he was talking to one of the lead scientists, who's already a black guy, mm -hmm. who's another black guy, and he says, "I." There's no time period where yeah. that's you know, and then there's even another part where they travel to I can't remember what time period he 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 gets thrown into jail and he he has this very awesome like tirade or mon whatever against mm -hmm. like a racist cop. Mm -hmm. And um it just it was one of those things where I was just like, I'm glad that they acknowledge that you know mm. this is unfortunately yeah. this would this would be something that you'd have to deal with. So yeah. Um, well, get so in the yeah. timeless, y'all. Yeah, check timeless. Yeah, timeless. Do we have another it. review show? No, I just... <laughs> hey, shit. At least this one is only two seasons. That one is only uh, two seasons. Right. Oh, Lord. Uh, okay, so Marcus says, the real story didn't mm. need a queer kid. To be honest, a queer kid is a good story point, but not mm. for his character. And the more I think about it, I, the fear that... I, okay, I'm of two minds. Mm -hmm. I am happy that there is a character who is not just, I'm pro... LGBT, whatever, because I feel like that gives you something else to play with, so it doesn't feel like all the marginalized people, everybody getting together, because it's not the case. Everybody does not right. always get together. However, my fear is that this Quincy character is going to go through hell so that the Reverend could come out on the other side as this great, now understanding person who accepts his son. I understand that that is a real series of events for a lot of people that you deal with family who are homophobic or whatever, you know, we're, we're kind of reaching here. We don't know for sure, but it, could, it seems like they're taking the reverend that way. My issue is I don't want this queer person to have to suffer so that the reverend can have this redemption arc. Mm -hmm. I don't like when people's like, well, you don't like gay people? I hope you have a gay kid. No, don't subject that gay kid to these terrible people. Let's not do that. So I'm I'm hoping that's not the route we go. Um, but I'm with Marcus. I do think the the queer kid and the whoever in the mm -hmm. cast not being queer friendly, I think one, it makes sense because you got people from all these different time periods. Yeah. And then two everybody's not going to be kumbaya, so I'm okay with that, but oh, I'm hoping we oh, don't stress out Quincy so that the Reverend can be a good guy. Again. Yo, <laughs> what if Quincy is Isabel? 
Oh, yo, bro, if if that actress comes on screen and is Quincy, I'm I'm giving this show all the praise. I don't even care what they do after well, that. No, even I, just that storyline, that would be crazy. Oh, my um, God. Even, yeah, even that. Yeah. Like, because, oh, my yeah. God. Okay. Yeah, y'all. Deep cut. I just, I I just, I just finished William Pine. No, no, no. <laughs> That's um, better than, than my Shanice is the son. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, um, uh, that show, I love it. But it was like I said, when everybody's just like, that shit was the greatest. I'm like, mm, okay, <laughs> <It> <laughs> like, I love something. it. It yeah. happened and it's cool. I love uh, it. Let's see, Marcus says I think they needed another religious character to be the homophobe, or maybe they really just want us to hate the Reverend. And <laughs> that seems like it because I don't like the Reverend, but that's because they've set him up as a not likable person. Like we did, I didn't need this. Mm -hmm. I already didn't like him. Like, right. like this said, is overkill. <laughs> he said two episodes ago, I ain't got no. He's like, they, he didn't say they dead to me, but he's like, that's he another. Could've. He's like, that's <laughs> another. That's a path that I'm not gonna take. And I was just and like. See, Yes. Yeah. Like that's why. Is, no, if you say what you say. No, I I feel like the queer kid part is mm -hmm. really overkill because I already didn't like him because you yes. ran out on your family. Like for yeah. me, it was like I don't care if the kid was straight or gay or queer, non-binary or whatever. Like you mm -hmm. left this, you have yeah. access to this person, and you're mm -hmm. not going to, um, um, capitalize yeah. on it or whatever. I don't know words. You're not really, going to take advantage of or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know who the you know who's gonna turn out to be oh, uh, the other religious character that's the homophobe is that woman Soraya? No, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever whoever that uh the, the mystery white woman that keeps popping up. Yo, I do not like her, man. She don't pop up <laughs> uh spouting scripture. No, for and, real. And uh hey. you know, beating people with Bibles, that's gonna or be her. something. I'm I just I don't like the handle that okay, that is my issue with this show. Cause I don't. I'm happy that woman got a check. Get the check, yeah. lady. But like, bro, if she don't show up next episode, I'm gonna really be mad. Like, what is the point? I mean, shit. It, it, we, it's, <laughs> Yo. I mean, we got another CW show that's good for like showing having people pop uh, up and then just disappear. Uh, let's not get into Riverdale because they. Well, whatever. Yeah, I was um, talking about Black Lightning. Um, half the green light what? babies. Like, where the fuck did they go? Uh, like, yes, <laughs> they, they are. This are they? Are they in the hotel? Are they in that hotel? They are. They are. <laughs> They're in that hotel. They're in that room. In They're in that room. Watch that's going to be exactly what the Reverend <laughs> it's be the green light babies. Oh, my God. Y'all, this, this shared universe is a lot. This is a lot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, this oof, this is a, this is one hell of a show. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. Who who? Who was your favorite <laughs> this episode? <laughs> oh man, um, I still got to give it to. Uh, I keep saying Dr. Andre, but Dr. Mm -hmm. Davis. Um, I, you know, I it, he just worked. You know, he he, he mm -hmm. worked for me. Even with the obsessiveness, I I like that mm -hmm. we we got to see another side. You know, another yeah. side of him. Um, mm -hmm. How about you? Yeah, for me, um, <laughs> Marcus says green light baby got snatched up by the green light. <laughs> no, for real. Um, for me, I'm going to go with Cynthia. 
Um, I think that that actress and I had asked on Twitter. I was like, "Do anybody know her Twitter? You know, uh, show it to me. Show me who she is." Because I was too lazy to do the work. Um, <laughs> I'm going to find out. <laughs> but I thought she did a really good job. I thought, yeah. um, playing opposite Doctor. In the 20s, I thought she did a good job. I thought the clothing was nice. And again, mm -hmm. seeing a black woman of a different size and body type, yeah. I thought was like, okay. And in the past, not even mm -hmm. necessarily like, you know, oh, they don't exist in erasure and all that. Like in the past, it wasn't some Josephine Baker, slim flapper, you know, racially ambiguous. Like it was a black woman, mm -hmm. you know, of a certain visual aesthetic yeah. and I like that. And I honestly I fell for Cynthia the first scene. I was like, yeah, bring her to the future. Yeah. Bring Cynthia here. So for me it's Cynthia. I yeah, I gotta go with her. Mm -hmm. Um are we doing least favorite? I, I mean we can you yeah, know yeah. no 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 I'm I'm good. We trying to get some of the actors <laughs> on the show. Um <laughs> Let's keep it Yo, um, uh, yeah. So, what about a favorite scene then? Mm, that is a conundrum. Um, I'm trying to like get one where it's not like Dr. Andre every every episode. <laughs> I mean, you know, if that's the MVP, that's the MVP. You know, yeah. <laughs> it um, it might be Dr. Andre and um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can um yeah, I can see that. I can see that. And honestly, I like Cynthia. Mm -hmm. Um but I would go with that scene too and I would mm -hmm. go with it from the doctor talking and Shanice not wanting to touch him cuz I felt like right. that was such a good part of the scene because not mm -hmm. only did he do his little thing whatever but like he allowed her inside you know what i'm saying like he was like okay no i'll give you permission so yeah. i say that scene as well but even starting from shanice being nervous about comforting him mm -hmm. just because she didn't know what she would possibly do or, or glean so I, I say the same scene i think it was my favorite as well yeah, I think actually I can. We're not talking about actors or actresses. Um, least favorite <laughs> character. <laughs> I, I'm good, I, Jessica, because they, they it. it was so much like going on with her uh, <sighs> where it just didn't work. So, yeah. um, but that's a testament to the acting ability of Miss. Uh, I'll find it. Um, Wilder. Yeah. Yari. So Wilder Yari. Oh, this. That don't sound like a white woman name. What is, what is she? Oh, what I don't is, know. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe I don't know my Anglo-Saxon names well enough. But that don't I, sound no, it wasn't waspy like, to me. <laughs> Mildred Grapeworth. Yeah, <laughs> Mildred Grapeworth. That's going in a book. What Mildred are you Grapeworth. Doing? I don't even oh, know this. Man. Yeah, that sounds like a Star Wars name. Hey, there you go. Um, Dang, yeah. I don't know if I got a least favorite. Do I? Well, yeah, I mean, you don't really have to have one. I, mean, I don't know. I, I don't even want to even go with Rev because I'm I'm still unsure as to what they're doing with him. And yeah, it's not that I like him any least than I already did. So, um, yeah, nah. Maybe maybe Keisha Keisha's webcam. That's what I don't like. So gotcha. If that's the person. <laughs> Oh, uh, and what is our rating? How are we rating so, this episode? <laughs> for this episode, I just chose uh, Lab 
hamsters or lab rats? Lab, lab rats. Yeah, How many lab, lab rats? rats? How many lab rats? <laughs> How many um, lab rats from the 1920s? Um, <laughs> as, as for me, it's still going to be somewhere around like a seven. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, twenty five to seven. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm with a solid seven. Mm-hmm. I want to lean seven point five, but I'm gonna hold off because I don't know what they're doing with Rev. But yeah. I'm gonna say a solid seven. This is not bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think my my pause with the Reverend and Quincy situation mm-hmm. has me just going with a solid seven instead of anything higher because I'm like I, I'm just I'm on the fence. But yeah, right. I'm I'm a seven as well. Okay, cool. Um, Woo! So yeah, so we'll see what happens <laughs> next week. Yeah, in back in the back cave or the Andre yeah. cave. Yeah, in the green light grotto. I don't know. Um, <laughs> green yeah, light y'all. grotto. I love it. <laughs> Look, uh, listeners, let us know what y'all think. Who's your favorite? Your least favorite? Your favorite scene? How many 1920s uh, Harlem Renaissance lab rats do you rate this episode <laughs> out of ten? <laughs> it's your. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. So let these let these folks know where to find you, support you, and uh, check out your stuff. There, they can find me at robertkjeffrey.com, robertkjeffrey.com. Uh, Instagram handle is at the bottom. And um, yeah, those are those are two spots where you can find me. Yes, 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 y'all. That uh, Those links will be in the show notes along with mine. Uh, let's see. Carefree Blurred on Twitter. I'm, I'm live tweeting, y'all. I'll be hitting them live tweets on, uh, on the Monday. Check me out. <laughs> Shout out to God Given Name. Homie, you've been riding with me. Um, <coughs> excuse me, Carefree Black Nerd everywhere else. If you want to email the show, carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. Somewhere in the subject line, have 4,400 or something similar, something clever maybe to get me like, ah, okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, check us back here, you know, doing the live review on the Thursdays. Now, with Thanksgiving coming up next <laughs> Thursday, I'm letting y'all know we have, we may not, we ain't gonna be here. I'll say that. Yeah, no, you can say that right now. <laughs> we ain't gonna be here. Taking a break. So we're going to figure out yeah. what's what, how we're moving forward. But like, you'll definitely follow us on these yeah. socials, and you'll get some uh, some update. But we ain't gonna be here. Y'all can well, be I mean, here. And we ca- yeah, and catch up with the episodes. I mean, you can yes. watch the series and then mm. you know listen to us as you drive into your grandma's house for some. Yes. You know, Turkey, ham. Oh my God, I'm so fucking ready. Um, <laughs> just so I'm hungry. hungry. <laughs> I'm so hungry. Though. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So check it out, y'all. Um, yeah, so um, check out the back catalog. Watch the old videos from this season. Check out all the first series. We're up to uh, season three, episode eight. Uh, Something like 11. that. I think it's like 10 mm. or 11. Episode <laughs> like 11. 11. Yes. <laughs> yes. Episode 11. Uh, we have yeah. one more in the chamber. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Please check us out. Shout out to BYAK Radio. Uh, check them out as well. And, uh, you know, check the show notes. And until next time, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, stay minding your business, stay out the Andre Cave. I don't know. Stay. Black girl magic really aggressively, like Miss Grover said. <laughs> Just Jeez. black girl magic. I'm like, what? <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, Miss Grover. Relax. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, all right.